0: All right, Jess. Hold on.
1: Oh, no. He's unplugging the fridge. Unbelievable. Watch the heat kick on, and then he's the one turning off the heat, too, I bet. Unbelievable.
0: All right, people. And we then are, he's
1: going to forget to turn it back on.
0: We are here in Ohio. It is end of September. It is terribly cold out. Jess won't let me turn the heat on yet.
1: It is on. It's at 67 degrees, which is fine. 67 I'm cozy in a blanket.
0: The heat is not kicked on yet, right?
1: No. I mean overnight I bet, but
0: Hmm. All right, Jess. We just watched a Netflix movie called Do Revenge.
1: Let's do revenge. <sighs> yeah, I yeah.
0: First off, co-written by Jennifer Caton Robinson.
1: She did Thor.
0: Thor 4, the movie that I have Strong feelings about. I still kind of like like a sick feeling when I think about what of a disappointment it was. And
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Go
0: listen about. to that podcast a few episodes back. Uh, anyways, all right, Jess, we watched the movie. Give us a 10-second plot description.
1: Um. Okay, so there are two high school girls that have past relationship woes, and they each have paid consequences because of something this – Other person has done. And so they decide to team up and do each other's revenge so that they can't be tied to the blame.
0: Exactly. This is one of those throwback, kind of like high school comedy, rom com, not really like Mean Girls 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, There's a lot going on, a lot of references. A lot. Absolutely. A bunch. You get the paint splatter throwing that we've seen multiple times before. Sarah Michelle Geller is like the headmaster of the school. I know
1: that was that was, that was cool. weird. I mean, because she was like, you know, yeah, the main person, high school person. Oh, late '90s, man. Now, yeah, dang. We're I know old. what she did
0: last summer. Cruel Intentions. Yeah, she was all over that. So. This is the movie, there's a lot to talk about, but I almost don't want to talk about it because I don't know if I like it. I do like it. I think with many movies, if you listen to our podcast, I'm a bit critical, as expected, (laughs) but I want movies to be better. But there's one thing this movie did fantastically. What's that, Danny? Jess, were there any special necklaces that you know of?
1: I don't even think there was a special bracelet.
0: Ooh, that is true. There was nothing of significance to the plot. So that's that's a big win.
1: I mean, it's pretty rare these days. It is
0: very... It's It was shocking. But I mean, to the point where the actress is like, when they weren't wearing a necklace, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. It's pretty cool. Now, some positives. I laughed quite a bit. Yeah, me too.
1: <sighs> Listen, I <laughs> I didn't want to do this podcast on this movie tonight because I liked this movie. mm mm-hmm, too. It is i can't decide if it's because we're older or if it just you know just realistically wasn't as good as like a mean girls um because there was a lot that worked it was fun i did not see this wild twist coming which i always appreciate when i'm surprised by writing you know in a movie um but, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just because we're older, if it's not as good, but there were some problems. Like, there were some things that we we have some questions about, but I don't know. Like, I just, this is not that kind of movie. I don't want to tear this one apart. Like, I don't want to think too much about it. I just want it to be, I just want to leave it be. I just want it to be what it was because for a Netflix movie, it was fun.
0: Yes, for a free Netflix movie, I do agree. The only thing I really talk about is that, yeah, it's close to great. Like, there's a greatness level. It's a very, to me, unique movie, unexpected. And it hurts a little bit when it doesn't take it, like, doesn't nail the landing. That's a good way to say it. But the potential is there. And this, I told Jess earlier, if this came out in, like, 1988, we're looking at a cult classic, like, defining of the 80s. Like, the potential is that big.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: They definitely, they changed things around. There are some huge, huge problems with the story, but it's different enough that it's worth watching because the third act is literally insane. Like definition of insane is the third act. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, like it it, has everything. and (laughs) And the thing is, at least they tried. They didn't give us the same thing we've seen over and over. That's a big plus for this movie.
1: Definitely. It's just hard, you know, things were overthinking, and like, there's a few things that are hard to just go with and not think, like, where was the adult in that situation? Well, or just
0: where were the adults?
1: I mean, Sarah Michelle Geller, <laughs> like, that's the, all we got.
0: There are almost no adults, even with like the, the dinner thing with the school, the the girl, no
1: chaperones. Like,
0: it was just kids having dinner. I'm like, are there, there were some adult, adults playing music, but. It's very noticeable. Maybe that's kind of like a parody of high school movies. I hope it is because I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it wasn't intentional. Maybe things were cut. But the lack of parents, especially with the main character, Drea, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was fantastic. Her mom's referenced a lot. I don't think we saw her at all.
1: No. Even – okay, not a spoiler. But even though her mom is a nurse – and Drea ends up in the hospital. I was like, oh, okay, Like now we'll see the mom. She works there. No.
0: Did you see a doctor? No. Did you see a nurse? No. I thought at one point... Well, okay, we don't want to ruin it, but... All right, at this point, it's going to be a brief episode, because it make, this. it's going to make me angry. I can already feel it.
1: But no, like... But it... Just don't. Like, well, sit we should- back and uh, just enjoy... Do revenge. It's... Especially... I don't know why this time of year it feels because it goes through like a whole school year, like all seasons, but... Yeah, which um, is
0: pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the non-spoiler review would be, it's on Netflix, and you have it, go watch it, pause the podcast, when the movie's over, come back to this for the next few minutes and we'll go into some spoilers. It's worth watching because it's different. Um, there's definitely great moments and I laughed quite a bit...
1: He wants his supper.
0: All right, we got to take a break here and give Mitty his supper. Supper? But yes, go see the movie. Well, don't, It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Um, I don't know if you'll like it. It's R-rated. It's a good comedy. Some things don't make sense, but you just kind of go with it.
1: You just go with it. And again, it, Danny, it might be because we're old.
0: No, because my, my problem is with like, I'm very serious when I say if this came out in 1988 or early 90s. This would be very much a defined, this would be like Ferris Bueller's Day Off type of like level. I think it'd be. But I feel like for
1: our age, like our, like not our age, but like 2022, it is a movie like that.
0: Well, it could be, but my only problem when I say set in that time period it came out, like me, it's more the time period. The same, mm-hmm. you get the same exact story, plot, script, but the things that bother me is like, I'm very well aware of like what 2022 is and this movie makes a lot of like jokes at like the woke culture to the point like it's hilarious yeah hilarious but I also know the realistic part like the main plot in this movie it's just not, does not fit with 2022 so to me yes I think it was set yeah. 10 years earlier
1: there are some it, things just it changes everything
0: yeah so I'm gonna get the dog some food okay you tell him some stuff I got nothing. Spoiler warning at this point. Oh Mitty's picking out a bone. All right. <laughs> Jess. Yeah. Is there anything about this movie that bothers you that's like a spoiler? Maybe something with the plot? Mm, besides should should Michelle's
1: <laughs> <Michelle-er's> arm?
0: <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller, the headmaster, in the last scene of the movie, we have it <laughs> we have it paused at one hour fifty-two minutes, five seconds. There's something wrong with the shot. I don't know. It's the arm angle. Anyways, what should we talk about here, Jess? What's Okay, should I say my major problem with this movie? Yes, please. And again, this really isn't a spoiler. Early on in the movie, the whole plot kicks in in gear when the main character, Drea, played by Camila Mendez, who is 28 years old.
1: About the right age for a high school (sighs) student.
0: It does fit. She's been in high school for a while now. Riverdale Mm -hmm. for six or seven years. Anyways, the whole story, her boyfriend, Max, okay? She sends Max a video of her taking her clothes off, essentially. We don't really know much beyond that, right? All right. At that point, Max gets the video. We don't know what happens, but somehow the next day at school, the video is everywhere. Everyone has the video. It's been spread like wildfire. Max says, I'm on the phone with my lawyer, Somebody hacked my computer or my phone. Drea is like, no, that's bean dip. What a lie. You know, you Throws shared it. Sucker punch. Punches him in the face. Okay, cut to the headmaster of the school, Sarah Michelle Geller, tells Drea, guess what? You're in trouble. You You're know, on probation. Probation, community service. Take your pick. Like, this is not good. You want to get into Yale? This is not the way to do it. Now, my main thing is that this basically turns out everybody against Drea. Drea was popular. Now she's not because this video. That's my problem with it. I don't buy it. The headmaster. It's 2022. Drea is very popular, big social media following. doesn't even attempt to share her story, tell people what happened. Doesn't go to the cops and say, Hey, somebody did this. Or Hey, you know what, somebody hacked this guy's phone. It would take, like, 30 seconds to look at the guy's phone and know if it was hacked or not. This is not a big, big thing. And for me, Dre is a very powerful character, and the entire movie is because of this incident where she does not, like, stick up, like, really fully stick up for herself. She just accepts, like, hey, I punched that kid. That's the problem. I'm, I should get in trouble. That's pretty much it. Just kind of give up type of situation. Sure, she wants to get revenge, but... There's no logical like. Share her story. Talk to the cops. Grab Max's phone. Like, there's nothing. It's just kind of like the headmaster said. You punched a kid. We don't care about the video. You punched a kid. You're in trouble. That's it. But there are no adults in this movie. Her mom doesn't come to the school. Max's parents don't come to the school. Like, there's nothing. I don't. It's missing a scene. That's one of my major problems. Do you have any problem with that? Or are you good?
1: Yeah, I I feel the same. Well. <laughs> It's tough because I didn't truly think about that as the movie was going. Um, I just I went the route of Max is part of the the hedge fund kids, right? Like he's got a a political or lawyer daddy that like he's gonna be fine. He's there. They go over it many times. Like there are a certain group of kids that they can do whatever. Th- Wrong. They're not going to get in trouble. Drea is a. She's there on scholarship, and she's got more at risk. She, um, you know, she can fall off the ladder much quicker. And I think that's what Sarah Michelle Gellar is pointing out—that Max, you know, know what he did was wrong, but there's not a whole lot that anybody can do about it. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, but during the movie watching it, I did not have a problem. I just, I just went with it.
0: She went with it. So that's one of the things where if this came out even 10 years ago, I could buy it much more easily than it being 2022 and knowing that this character had the power to really share her side of the story and instantly turn people against Max. like. No need for the entire movie. People could turn against Max like very, very quickly. Like, hey, Max, just let's see your phone. Like, take two seconds. Give it to the cops. Big deal. End of the movie. Any other problems? Like, do we skip the third act with this big uh, reveal?
1: I think the third act is the next big issue, yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, I got to say, there's a lot of great moments in the first and second act. And we're talking um, Sophie Turner... She's at,
1: amazing. Yes, we
0: need more of her.
1: More Sophie Turner. Are you
0: on drugs right now? I don't do cocaine! I don't even know what it looks like. I don't know what it looks like! I swear to God! Fantastic. Drea has to go work on the school farm, which is like a greenhouse <laughs> garden. Because um, she's basically getting back at a girl named Carissa.
1: For, for Nora. Yeah.
0: Nora, when she was younger. <clears throat> Had some evil things said to her by Carissa. Well, okay, let's just skip to the third act. Um, the big reveal, which is pretty shocking. Okay, we, didn't, we did a terrible job of, like setting this movie up, but...
1: Well, yeah, we're not still supposed to be talking about it.
0: Well, okay, Nora, played by Maya Hawk, is new to school. Drea, played by Camila Mendez, is not. Her video got leaked. She teams up with Nora. They're going to get revenge on Max and Carissa. Carissa was Nora's old friend from like elementary school. Okay, simple. Third act of the movie, it is revealed that Nora is not quite Nora. She had a nose job. She looks different. And when she was younger, the story she told about being bullied in school because of Carissa is not true. She was actually bullied because of a rumor started by Drea. And Drea Ooh. just forgot... So, this movie... Yeah,
1: she went from <laughs> Eleanor to Nora. And because of Nora and her nose job, Drea didn't recognize or remember her.
0: Nosey Nora. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and listen. It's kind of brilliant, but it's kind of not... Big- it's
1: hard to... It derails... That's hard to go with. I mean, it's funny.
0: It's funny that your main character is an <sighs> idiot. That Drea is so full of herself, does not care about any, anybody else but herself, that she f- completely forgot or didn't realize that Nora was someone that she knew years ago. And it, it takes a whole new level of creepy that Nora, this entire movie, was pretending to have been like mad at Carissa. Carissa's yeah, poor just, Carissa. I mean, just like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was growing some illegal drugs, but- but!
0: <laughs> it's very strange. But yeah. you just kind of go with it because that's what they want us to be, like, shocked. Like, oh, my gosh, I didn't expect this. It doesn't quite make sense. It kind of derails the entire movie. It'd but. be tough
1: to rewatch it knowing that twist. And, I mean, I feel like there might be more plot holes watching it a second time.
0: Oh, there has to be. This is, It was, at that point, was like, it's cool to have a twist, but Nor becomes... Full on, as they say in the movie, uh, Glenn Close, some Glenergy.
1: Glenergy, like
0: it's it is creepy, evil. I'm to the point where Nora is telling Drea, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to plant cocaine, so your mom goes to jail, like crazy stuff like that. Nora crashes her car into Drea's car, sending Drea to the hospital, then forces Drea to wear a camera to a party. The is the Varsity Letter Party where, or not Varsity? Uh, Ivy, League. Ivy League party where all the kids there are going to Ivy League schools, so they're going to record them doing bad things and then get them kicked out of school. It's a pretty wild plan,
1: but also, like, yes, yeah, so that's where I get where you are saying like Nora goes from the average mean girl above and beyond to like psychotic because, yeah, it her vendetta has changed from. You know, just against Drea to like ruining the whole school.
0: Well, they do some cruel things to everybody. I mean, when they put drugs in the food for the the school dinner, I mean, they're doing that's
1: pretty messed up. Yeah,
0: a little bit. It, it's a pretty good scene, but they don't. And maybe that's the point of this movie. Like, it's over the top, like psychotic teens doing crazy things that make no sense. And there's a lot of that. As a viewer of the movie, watching and it, it's tough because you're like, okay, am I cheering for Drea? No, I'm cheering for Nora. But then by the third act, it kind of switches where Nora goes a little too far, and she becomes like a villain, and you're kind of rooting for Drea. And then they team up in the third act, and they t- take down Max.
1: The third act is wild. Yes. And I, honestly, like... I don't know. I mean, like, there's more messages and stuff. I would be fine if Max wasn't the one that posted the video at the end. Like, if it...
0: Oh, yeah. That would have been perfect.
1: Right. Like, if it were, I don't know, any of the other girls, like, the other best friend, I mean, that would have made more sense. If
0: someone else, like, actually hacked his phone, beautiful. Yeah. That would have been, like, it proved the point. Of like, this movie talks about, like, jumping to conclusions, like, blaming mm-hmm. wrong people. And that would have been... Because
1: otherwise, the way it is, like, it just falls in line. Like, yep, men are the bad guys.
0: It's very much that. So, yes.
1: But, hey, it works out in the end. They go on a road trip they <laughs> their <Yes>. best friends. <laughs> yes.
0: That's another thing. Like, okay, briefly. This is a Netflix movie. cost millions of dollars. I would love to know why there weren't actual doctors or nurses in the hospital scenes. It's just an empty room with a bed. Um, Them driving in the convertible, it's like, just go on the road. Like, film this. Like, give us some kind of respect. Like, don't treat us like idiots. They're using a green screen all the time. It looks very fake. I don't think Jess noticed. No,
1: it didn't bother me. It didn't
0: bother Jess. Ooh. Ooh. Look at this. Them driving in the convertible at the end. This is... It's like, just go outside I mean, and film. Look at that, like, look at that's that.
1: It's like a Zoom background.
0: <laughs> this is like something out of Pulp Fiction. So this is on purpose because Maya, Maya Hawk, Hawk is Uma Thurman's daughter. They're in yeah. a convertible.
1: Got it. yeah.
0: Okay, so that's anyways the closing shots in an hour 53 minutes. And of course, during the credits, you get more scenes because the movie's not over. Why is this movie two hours? I don't know.
1: Listen, though, I would have been <laughs> fine if there were more scenes. Like, there were scenes like. Where, to me, it felt obvious there were cuts.
0: Are you glad these two ended up together, the blue-haired kid and No, draft? it's
1: very unrealistic.
0: What about Max's sister and uh, Nora?
1: That I'm happy about, because that, to me, was Nora's original character. Yeah.
0: Is she back to normal, though, at the end? Like, is she back to being Nora, or is she corrupted? I don't know how she
1: would be. Like, she had this whole arc change, who like, who she really was. I don't know what changed it back.
0: I don't know. All right, we're done with this movie.
1: But listen, (laughs) it was really fun to watch. (laughs) I don't think it's one that you could Uh, rewatch.
0: Yeah, like Mean Girls,
1: I would watch every single year.
0: Oh, Mean Girls, Clueless, ten things I hate about you, like
1: all the time. Well, ten things I hate. I'm not going to rewatch that all the time. What? Because it's too good. Oh, like that's like a you know.
0: I'll go. I don't know the last
1: time I've seen that. It's it might be time to watch that. Actually,
0: this movie. To me, it's an A minus or an F plus.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: I uh, also think about it. I think it could have been an A plus, Minor changes, different time period, even 2002, it would work. Um, I could see Drea as the more of the victim, like people not believing her. Well, she didn't even tried to convince anybody. So never mind. Um, check it out on Netflix or don't. It's okay. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our double-digit listeners these past <laughs> few episodes. So thank you, and uh, you'll hear from us soon.